0: What's happening? What's good? Welcome to another edition of Politric. Here on the Got What You Need Network, man. I know I know, it's been a minute. I know Um been a little under the weather. And, and then, you know, it's been a shift in, in the news, man. A lot of things are happening. A lot of moving parts, man. So I want to try to make sure that um, I cover um, things that are relevant to you know, progressives that roll how we roll, you know, um, hope everybody had, um, a nice Thanksgiving for those who, you know, celebrate, and, 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 you know, for those who just get together with family during this time, man, hope that everything was enjoyable, and, and, um, there were safe travels to, and from, um, your, your destinations, and, and all that good stuff. Um, weather wasn't too bad, um, Traveling, I think traveling back uh, People ran into some rain But other than that Everything's good Don't forget to um, support the other great um, Broadcasts on this great network We got um, Life and Love We got Ian Friends We got the Blackmail Male um, Podcast We have the Encourage and Inspire Podcast as well And be looking out for that Exposed TV show um, Coming to you on a Roku channel Near you real real soon all right, but let's get into it, man. Um, it's a lot to talk about today. So, where we gonna start? Um, and this one not really a funny um topic. It's actually a tragic topic. Um, can you think of anything, anything, um, that you just know off the top of your head that where sixty five hundred people, um, died, in in, in the building. Of it and, and you know most of us would be like no but then if you go through different things you'll find that there has been um, a lot of deaths and during big construction projects but um I, I'm pretty sure you don't know of like I said 6,500 people dying and uh, I'm talk I'm bringing this number up to talk about the World Cup you know everybody's excited you know, a lot of, um, national pride for, you know, all around the world for particular countries, you know, people wearing soccer jerseys, um, you know, to work and, and and all of that, man. And there's a lot of hidden, um, tragedies that, um, came into putting this event on that have been hidden. And, um, a lot of the workers were from India, I believe, and what they're saying is that a, a lot of the workers were um subject to like just brutal now Qatar um is already hot, it's the desert, it's already hot, 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 and then on top of that, you know you got them working brutal hours laying pavement, and the tar that's more heat or or, or whatever man. And a, a lot of people didn't make it through, and, and and don't get me wrong, this wasn't a one or two year project. This ran for about 12 years and from the time that they got the bid until now, but still for 6,500 people to lose their life. And it's somehow connected to the construction of that soccer stadium. You know, it's crazy when there's already um, different human rights um, violations that have been, you know, reported, um, you know, as per the UN in regards to um, to um, Qatar, um, as well as like them getting the bid, promising to relax certain things, and then right before the games start to take place, say, nah, nah, la nah. Like with the with the beer and I talked about that on a prior episode. It's like it's not a thing of oh man, you know, you can't drink beer in the stadium. But it's like that was part of, you know, Budweiser and Anheuser Busch coming on as a sponsor. And then it turned around and then three days before it say, Oh, you can sell it all outside here and here, here, here and here but you can't sell it during the games or whatever. And I I just thought that was kind of trash, you know, as well, man. And it's just to show you, man, that as long as that there's billions and billions of dollars to be made, so many things will be covered up, so many things will be ignored, and so many things will never, ever be talked about, no matter how um, loud the families of those who have deceased ask for answers, like, and and that and that's just really you know really really sad, so you know it i'm I'm not here to <laughs> say boycott the world cup or anything like that, but I just want to point out man that there are just some horrific things going on in this world that are you know buried beneath what's supposed to be um you know great sporting events um so yeah man so let let's keep our eye on that. All right, um, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, that race is still going on down in Georgia. And what we know since the last episode is that there's another woman that has come forward with allegations that um, Herschel Walker um, pushed her into abortion. She has um, notes, she has um, recorded phone calls and all that kind of stuff right now the gop don't care so i'm not going to even bring up the woman's name or or anything like that it is what it is and he is who he is um he's also probably um committed tax fraud um he's got they just um revealed that he got a tax exemption for your of your primary residence but that resident does happen to be in um in texas so that doesn't necessarily disqualify him for running for office in, in Georgia. It just means that he applied for a tax break in Texas that he shouldn't have applied for and he shouldn't have gotten. And, and, and that's about <laughs> the most I'm going I'm, I'm to say about that. Early voting has started down in Georgia, man. So let's just hope the people of Georgia are sensible and send... You know, a great and upstanding man who has done great things for the citizens of Georgia, not just black citizens of Georgia, not just progressive citizens of Georgia, but have brought federal dollars to all citizens of Georgia, sent him back to D.C. and not this carpetbagger who is just so, so unqualified, um, you know, and Herschel Walker, man, so. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, man, our neighborhood-friendly Donald Trump had a um, dinner down at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West and a neo-Nazi by the name of Nick Fuentes. Now, I I, I bring this up because, you know, um, here is a known white supremacist as per the Department of Justice, um, you know, neo-nazi meaning you know he hates jews and he was at a dinner at um you know one of trump's properties uh now later it's been revealed that he didn't know that kanye was bringing um dude along with him and this that and the other i don't really believe that but you know it's no proof That he was invited so we kind of have to um, roll with that for now but here is somebody that we know is anti-semitic who was at a Trump property and once again I don't I don't see the the media circus around it I don't see You know, now people saying, hey, how can you run for president when you don't even know who you're having dinner with and you're having dinner with a known white nationalist and as soon as you found out who he was, why didn't you, um, you know, politely get him escorted off your property? You know, this, that, and the other. No type of questions like that. No questions to whether um, somebody who can overlook something so crazy like that even should be even considered for running for office, despite all the other stuff that I can name that disqualifies him from running for any office. But to still even be considered to run for president and have somebody like that who who was at your dinner table is just crazy to me. But then in retrospect, you know, a young man can't play basketball because he retweeted a, a film on uh, a major streaming network, you know, like Amazon. Like, if he had gotten this off of, like, some small obsolete, you know, platform or or whatever, or some direct-to-YouTube, you know, presentation or whatever, maybe I'd be like, ah, whatever. But, like I said, he retweeted an Amazon film that also was being shown... You know, at movies like I think it was it was being shown at um, the the Metroplex that Shaquille O'Neal partly owns in um, Brick City, North New Jersey. So I won't even go into you know how that's so crazy that Shaq would um, jump in on that. And I love Shaq; that's my dude. But yeah, man, like sometimes you gotta like make sure all your eyes are dotted and your teeth are crossed before you go running off at the mouth about something as well, when when you're profiting, profiting from this so-called anti-Semitic film. So, <laughs> I'm going to just leave that alone for now. All right, a name you probably don't know, man, Jesse Benton. Um, he's married to um, Kentucky Junior Senator Rand Paul. Um, Rand Paul, not married to him, but married to his niece, my bad. (laughs) And he also worked as an aide for Rand Paul. Um, He was just convicted of illegally funneling Russian cash to the Trump campaign. I didn't say he was indicted. I didn't say he was accused. He was recently convicted. And he's going to prison. He faces over 20, I think he faces over 30 years in prison. I bring this up because... The first thing you heard when the House, when the GOP knew that the House was going to go to the GOP was to bring up Hunter Biden and his laptop again. Now, let me say this one more time. If Hunter Biden has committed federal crime or any crime, he should be treated like any other citizen should be treated. Full stop. It, it, it just it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm no fan of dude, and you know that's what it is. But to keep trying to use the president's son to hang over his head when you have such a major, major, major happening, you know, in regards to not just a GOP supporter but a former staff member who was convicted of major federal election crime. Like, all we've been talking about is how Trump and Trump campaign and his businesses have been connected to Putin and the Russians or whatever. And now we see that, once again, Jesse Benton, married to Rand Paul's niece who also worked as an aide for him, as reported by Salon.com, has been convicted of illegally funneling Russian cash (laughs) to the Trump campaign. Once again, I don't understand how his conviction doesn't further implicate the Trump campaign. I mean, do you think that he was just doing this at his own free will and wasn't instructed to do so by someone in the campaign. So my thing is how is he convicted and and ready to go to prison and then no one from the Trump campaign has been implicated as like his go-to like the person that he's reporting to and getting his marching orders from. You know, no one Listening now, or saying, "Well, you know, uh maybe they didn't know, of course they knew and and of course, you know the money's probably already been dispersed and and spent or whatever, but to only be talking about one gentleman or whatever that's that's going to jail or going to prison for this, and not to be pointing to anyone um directly connected to the campaign, whether it's a campaign manager." Um, staff or or, or what have you is I just think uh, a little crazy and this is what frustrates so many people especially people who have family members who they feel like you know wasn't treated fairly by um, the Justice Department for way smaller transgressions and then to just watch somebody just in plain sight um Continue over and over and over again to commit crimes and to do dirty dealings and to never, like him or anybody in his immediate circle, besides what's going on, um, with the um SDNY um case in New York, um, even be charged with a crime, better yet, you know, convicted man. And it's not like people on the side like wishing for people to go to prison, but they say hey if if my people have to go you know because they had to be taught a lesson or whatever, then those type of rules and codes and morals should apply to everyone, and not just black and brown people, and not just poor people that's it's all that a lot of a lot of us." and a lot of people are really saying Kyrie Irving, man, um returned to the um Brooklyn Nets and upon his return um believe it was like thousands of black Hebrew Israelites marched on um the Barclays Center to support his return and <clears throat> I don't know I don't really know what to, what to what to say about it and before you even speculate no, like I'm not against it at all um I I I just like I don't know I I, I guess confused might not be the right word or whatever um but it, it it looked powerful um you know like watching it you know play out that I mean it it was like an army of, of people man that, that were there. Um, you know and I, I'll just keep saying again man, um, I, I thought it was crazy that he had to jump through so many hoops to get back on the court in the first place and, and shout out to um, the Players Association, especially Vice president Jalen Brown, who, who really um, used his Twitter platform to put pressure on the NBA to put pressure and, and put pressure on the media. Um, to to look like to have a, a way more broader outlook on their outrage, and, and I love how they took the shot at Nike. It was like, when did Nike ever care, you know, about morals? When we you know when they decide to drop him or whatever, and he's absolutely right. Like, I'm not one to ever, 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 ever back. Um, Formerly known in his cancer, I can't remember his current name, so I'm not trying to disrespect dude, but you know I really don't mess with dude. But some of his allegations against Nike are actually they they have some validity to it. My thing with him is only pointing out LeBron and being in the same league as him, be like Being on teams that played him, walking past him in the hallway and not speaking to him, but then going on Twitter and criticizing him and then trying to promote your ugly shoes was my problem. That's the only issue that I had with the message that he was trying to deliver. Like, it was like, look, man have your people talk to his people. Y'all can meet somewhere no cameras and just talk about some things that maybe you feel like he could be more vocal about that may change some of the practices in China and other places where Nike is being manufactured and the alleged um, human rights violations that he says, you know, occurs. But instead, once again, nothing direct. But then just goes on social media and and, and tries to um, make a name for himself. And at the same time, try to sell um, these shoes that, you know, shout out to the um, designer who, you know, got up with you and decided to make these or whatever. But once again, you shouldn't have tried to use LeBron as a way to sell those shoes is what I'm saying, man. So, yeah, man. Um... As we um head into the holiday season, man, I just want people to be safe. Um, You know, I know a lot of people are going to be doing some shopping. Just, you know, be aware of, you know, your surroundings. Be aware of people that seem to keep popping up, you know, as, as you move around certain places or whatever. It might not be, um, you know, by coincidence or, or what have you, man. I just want people to be safe, man. There's just a lot of stuff going on. I live here in New Jersey, you know, in here in the tri state. And just the things that are going on, um, you know, in and around um, New York City is just crazy right now, man. And um, hopefully they they can get that under control um, as a lot of people will be visiting, um, you know, um, like I said, New York in the tri state area to celebrate holiday season and everywhere else man that um you know people gonna be traveling to during this time to spend time with family man just hopefully that um people can be protected and they can enjoy the time with their family and get there safely and all that good stuff once again man don't forget to support all the great broad broadcasts on this network <laughs> Friends, life and love the black male podcast um, the encourage and inspire, encourage and inspire podcast as well, and you're now listening to Politrick, man. So, once again, man, don't fall for the GOP hypocrisy. Starting January, they're gonna be trying to bring up a bunch of fake investigations and things like that. And once again, man, if Hunter Biden has done something. Um, the Justice Department will handle it, and they've already said that there's a good chance that he might be indicted on some things that if you read the charges, you would be like, that's what he did, and you laugh, but whatever. Let them handle it. It's no need for uh congressional investigation anyway. And also, man, if they ever start trying to belittle the impact of any of the January 6th rioters, Each and every person that's listening to this podcast should be calling their um, congressman or congresswoman and protesting that with the loudest of voices. They cannot be a party of pro-law enforcement and Blue Lives Matters and then supporting traitors like those people who protested on January 6th were traitors to this country. And for them to go as far as to contribute to multiple law enforcement deaths and, and, and multiple um, injuries, um, property damage, just all, all, all types of chaos, man. And for uh, a, a, formerly or a formerly reputable um, political party, to even advertise that they were gonna start any type of investigations or trials or hearings that would somehow clear any of the convicted January 6th participants is just a spit in the face to this country. And is traitorism at the highest degree, and I, I'm I'm just gonna leave you with that. Until next time, let's everybody be safe, positive, and productive. That's my time. Peace, and I'm out.